Do you have a serious long-term health condition? Then make sure you double your defences this winter with the COVID-19 and flu vaccines. Extra protection is critical, as flu and COVID-19 can make you seriously ill. It's safe to have both vaccines at the same time, so don't delay. Do it now. Double your defences. Get vaccinated. Get protected. Go to nhs.uk to find out more. This is Our People Podcast, telling the stories behind South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. Hi and welcome to Our People Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Newhouse, and on today's episode we will be talking to members from all the staff network groups we have here at the Trust. We will also be talking to staff from our staff network, Thrive, to discuss how they play an integral role. To start off the podcast with me now are psychologists Sarah Markham and Rachel Baines. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah and Rachel. Thank you. Uh, I'll start with you, Sarah. Um, We have had uh, you on a previous episode talking about Thrive, uh, but for those that may have not listened to the episode yet, please could you explain what your role is and go into a bit of detail of what Thrive actually is? Yep, of course. So um, I have, I suppose, a dual role within Thrive. Um, I'm a clinical psychologist by background and I am also the Thrive clinical team lead. So what that means is that in regards to my clinical psychology hat, um, I often provide one-to-one therapeutic support and interventions to staff who may be struggling with things like anxiety, low mood, stress at work, burnout bereavement, relationship difficulties, that sort of thing. And we provide that kind of for staff across the trust. And I also, as I say, I'm the clinical team lead for Thrive as well. So what that entails is I provide line management to our Thrive team. And I'm also involved in more strategic elements of thinking about staff mental health and wellbeing support. Um, also thinking about staff training, group support, critical incident support, um, and as I've said, thinking about kind of the wider strategy. Um, so Thrive is a staff support service. Um, it focuses on support and staff's mental health and wellbeing. Um, so as I've said, we'll provide one-to-one therapeutic support. Um, and the Thrive team itself it consists of our assistant psychologist, Rachel. We also have two counsellors, that is Karen and Victoria, and there is myself and then Elizabeth, who is a counselling psychologist. And then we also have our lovely Emma, who is our Thrive Secretary. And as I've said, we provide one-to-one support and we also provide things like bereavement work. So we've got a bereavement group as well, And then we provide training such as mental health awareness training for managers. We provide training around kind of psychological well-being, looking after yourself because we know it's so important for our staff to take care of themselves when they're taking care of other people as well. We're piloting resilience-based clinical supervision with some teams at the moment as well. So that's a form of reflective practice, really thinking about kind of the emotional impact of work and shoring up that role. 
We're involved in campaigns as well. So you might have seen recently our Thrive Photography Competition in which staff sent some really lovely pictures in um, and the winners have been announced and hopefully those will be getting framed Mm -hmm. and put up in locations soon. And then we have other campaigns and initiatives such as the Wellbeing Walks, which I know Rachel's going to touch upon a little bit later, so I'm not going to um, steal Rachel's thunder (laughs) with that. And I've probably missed loads of stuff, but that's a bit of a summary, I think, of some of the work that we do. Very busy. Very busy, yes. And Rachel, uh, same question to you. What is your role here at the Trust and how are you involved with Thrive? Yeah, so I'm the assistant psychologist within the Thrive team. And overall, the premise of my role is to assist with the professional psychological practice within the staff support service. So this involves admin-related duties and I also help co-facilitate training to our staff members and assist in the delivery of team support as well. Um, I assist with carrying out research as well, which helps with service development, and I also conduct initial assessments with individuals that refer to the service. So, yes. Brilliant. You are also part of uh, one of our staff network groups. Mm. But before we get into that, what are the staff network groups? Yeah, I am indeed. Um, The staff network groups are confidential safe spaces for individuals with um, shared characteristics to come together. So the purpose of their existence, I guess, is to aim to improve workplace experience of people with these shared characteristics through um, meeting other people within these groups and having that safe space, as I mentioned, to be themselves and share experiences. So there's the three staff networks in their trust. Um, there's the LGBT plus staff network, the BAME staff network and the positive health staff network as well. And the LGBT plus staff network both provides the safe space, like I keep talking about, um, for LGBT plus staff to share their experiences and receive support and also represents the views of um, LGBT plus staff. The network may then liaise with the trust and seek to have that positive influence on future policy procedure as well. Um, The BAME staff network provides a similar forum for staff um, from black, Asian and minority ethnic backgrounds to come together once again in a safe space. Um, and it also supports members to identify and respond to matters um, such as maybe discrimination that might affect staff and contribute to improving their work experience as well. Um, and then finally, the Positive Health Network too holds the vision of providing an opportunity for all staff across the Trust that are living with long-term physical or mental health conditions and they also have um, people who also have care responsibilities too um, to play an active role in raising awareness and promoting an understanding of these conditions and then in turn this will hopefully build an informed workforce and build a compassionate and inclusive workplace. So I suppose after all of that in summary each network is this confidential safe space for all the staff involved um, and their spaces to raise concerns, discuss ideas and share experiences which hopefully as a result, generate ideas for professional development as well and they exist to promote diversity within the workplace, tackle the isolation that some colleagues unfortunately experience and it's critical in advocating for equality, diversity and inclusion Um, and it's important to note as well that the networks aren't just a resource for individuals but for the whole organisation. It's probably important to note as well that it's actually EDI that set them up as well so if anyone has any sort of concerns or questions as well it's a really good idea to, to seek out them as well. And the EDI team are the Equality, Diversity and yes. Inclusion team. Yes. So you are part of the LGBT plus mm-hmm. uh, staff network. Uh, could you tell us a little, well you've told us a little bit about it there. Yeah. Um, well, how did you get into that? Yeah, of course. So I'm more than happy as well to disclose that I identify as a bisexual woman and I've had some issues in the past regarding stigma relating to my identity in previous organisations um, before I started in the NHS. And so inclusion is definitely a passion of mine. 
Um, when I first joined Thrive, I noticed a poster on the wall actually advertising for LGBT plus staff network with an email on how to get involved. Um, I've never experienced a workplace which celebrates these kinds of like differences before, so I was really eager to be a part of it. Um, and it was really easy to contact the network and receive all the important dates, for example, like meeting dates, which was important to me in terms of meeting other members um, and having that sense of unity, I suppose. Um, and as this network exists within the trust in which I work, I was really eager to not only experience it personally, but also link in with the Equality, Diversity and Inclusion team. So, for instance, Philippa and Jake um, as a member of Thrive as well. And as I've mentioned, inclusion and equality are a huge passion of mine. And I love that Thrive and EDI often work very closely together for like a variety of reasons as well. And uh, the group on uh, monthly meetings, uh, what do you discuss at these uh, to help benefit stuff? Yeah, so these meetings definitely differ each month, so it's not always the same. Um, So, for example, June was Pride Month, followed by July, which is when the Pride celebrations usually take place. So that means there's been recent discussion around the trust and the network's involvement with this celebration. Um, The meetings are also a very safe space for us as members to discuss any concerns we might have um, relating to maybe our work experience or experience within the trust. Um, and share these experiences with fellow members as well. And a large part of our recent discussions also involve areas regarding staff engagement and how to maybe better engage LGBT plus staff who might not yet be aware of these staff networks. What what did the group do to celebrate uh, Pride Month? Yeah, so firstly, some of our members um, have attended Pride, which happened on the 8th of July, um, alongside Jake from EDI. Um, representing obviously South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Trust Um, and this obviously involved us taking part in the march too. Philippa and Jake from EDI as I mentioned um, have also worked alongside the LGBT plus staff network to create a really lovely video for Pride Month too um, reflecting on sort of the importance of of Pride um, and included some really lovely photos from previous Pride events. Um, The network's also provided support in in the sharing of information regarding inclusion workshops education on their LGBTQIA plus acronym and ways of being more inclusive as a workforce and additionally the network's been involved in the promotion of Pride Month um, and sort of Pride related activities such as the Pride Book Competition which was set up by the inclusion team as well so we've kind of tried to do a bit um, over the last few months definitely. Very busy month. And also members uh, of our staff can uh, sign up to the NHS Rainbow Badge Pledge. Mm -hmm. Um, What is this? Um, So again, set up by EDI, the purpose of this pledging um, and therefore wearing of a rainbow badge is for other individuals to see that um, you're you're supportive of the LGBT plus individuals and issues um, and are essentially sending that message out there that you're a safe individual to talk to should somebody need to. Um, And by receiving one of these badges, it then means that you hold a, a sense of responsibility, I suppose, to promote inclusivity, compassion and respect in the work that, that we do, um, regardless of job role. And this will then help create, hopefully, that culture that's open, honest and continually continuously improving. Um, and to find out more about this, you can contact the EDI team or search Rainbow Badge Pledge on the internet page as well. Brilliant. And uh, Sarah, could you explain um, how Thrive is involved with all this and how it, they all link together uh, with your the service? Yeah, so I suppose from a wider perspective, um, Thrive works very closely with the EDI team on kind of various kind of ways to increase inclusivity um, within the organisation and particularly thinking about a mental health kind of um, perspective to that really because as we know, 
um, a sense of belonging, identity, um, understanding, compassion, respect, dignity. All of those are so important to kind of positive mental health and well-being um, for our staff and for our patients as well, really, as well. So we are linked in with EDI on various initiatives and in regards to that as well, we are hoping to do some more work with staff network groups um, to think a little bit more about how Thrive can continue to become inclusive, how we can develop our awareness and understanding of kind of individual needs as well, um, how could we can be a safe space really for staff to come to us for that support, feeling safe, comfortable to be themselves. Um, so, for example, we're hoping to get to um, the physical health and um, the positive health network soon um, to do some work around reasonable adjustments, um, particularly for neurodiversity. And I suppose, as I say, just thinking about how we can link in with these staff network groups to really, we want to understand people's lived experiences. So therefore, we can tailor the support that we offer and we provide. Um, so basically, we can welcome everybody to thrive. Mm-hmm. And it's important uh, for people to come to you so you know about these yeah. uh, these things that you're trying to learn from and so we can improve on yeah. as a trust. Yeah, yeah. so I'm thrilled that um, Rachel has joined the LGBT plus um, network, both for herself but also as, as kind of somebody who represents Thrive as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just really important as well as a line manager to support my staff within Thrive as well to be linked in with the, the networks and the support that they need as well. How important are these groups in building relationships uh, with colleagues and supporting stuff with their identity? I mean, I mean, the simple answer is really important, you know, because it is important to have that sense of belonging, that sense of connection that I suppose makes us feel like, Do you know what, I'm looking forward to going to work today or I, it's great that I can be myself at work. Um, to have that sense of psychological safety to be able to go and communicate their beliefs, their concerns, their worries um, in an environment that is confidential with people who maybe can either speak about their own experiences as well and therefore can share that sense of understanding and empathy or, you know, can help them to think about, well, actually, what can we do about this to maybe raise these issues Mm -hmm. or help you to feel more accepted or more supported if that's not happening. Um, so I think it's a real sense of community, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. And I think identity can be such... Obviously, I'm talking from the perspective of someone in the LGBT plus network, but identity can be such a difficult concept and experience to navigate the best of times. Um, so I think having a community to share that with is really important. And typically, um, these communities usually tend to exist in our personal lives. So be able to have a network for staff within our organisation is like really quite wonderful as well to experience. How does this impact well-being at work? Yeah, well, we, I suppose what we we know more and more now is that you know the the well-being of our staff is at the forefront, really, of of the service of the organisation. If we have he- happy, healthy staff, then that has a positive impact on service provision, on patient care. You know, it makes the working environment much more enjoyable. We spend so much of our time at work 
that you know it should be somewhere where ideally we do feel a sense of connection with others we can be ourselves we can be accepted you know we can you know as I've said be ourselves without feeling like we have to hide or put a mask on because actually that can be really really exhausting Mm -hmm. for people as well um so I suppose it's it is just thinking about you know just healthy happy staff better care you know better provision and it definitely makes it a much nicer environment for us to work in as well it does and as Sarah mentioned as well um Sarah's my line manager so for me it was really important that I made Sarah aware um, of my personal involvement with the LGBT plus network and there was definitely no pressure to do that um, and had I wanted to I definitely could have kept it private however I am lucky enough to know that my team and management such as Sarah are um, really supportive of my identity um, and I'm aware not everyone feels confident enough or open enough to share these parts of themselves however knowing that these networks is it, exist um, external to maybe someone's usual team or management is actually really reassuring too Finally, as you mentioned earlier, Sarah, that there's um, this well that Thrive run wellbeing walks, and I believe you, uh, Rachel, actually run those wellbeing walks. Yes. Uh, would you like to just go into a bit about what the wellbeing walks are? Yes, definitely. So, um, Liv, our assistant psychologist, who is sadly leaving us, um, initially supported in the um, setting up of the wellbeing walks, and I'm now sort of taking over. Um, and we know that movement and being outdoors can have a positive impact on our mental wellbeing. Um, and as a psychological support service for our staff um, in STS. STSFT. Thrive is keen to sort of give our colleagues that chance to get together and enjoy some like physical activity, especially in our local area as well, and to enjoy some time out, if you will, um, in the fresh air. So last year we teamed up with the charity Living Streets and had a group of staff members trained up to be walk leaders. And these walk leaders each do their bit in hosting a variety of walks throughout the month. Um, so you know, whether you have or haven't taken part before, we're really actually eager for feedback on what you like or maybe don't like actually about the walks and any suggestions for the future. Um, and we're in the middle as well of creating a bit of a feedback form too. Um, but in the meantime, you can definitely send us an email with any feedback on. So to find an email, um, our email, and also to find some more information regarding the walks and when they are in the month as well, um, head to our intranet page and just by just searching um, wellbeing walks. And we sort of update them every month as well. Um, and there's updates on there. For instance, we did a wellbeing walk for NHS 75, which was really, really successful. So everything like that's on the, the page. So yeah that's the well-being walks brilliant thank you very much for both joining me today thank Thank you you. Um, thanks for joining us for this episode of our people podcast we hope you enjoyed it and check out our other stories hit subscribe to keep up with the latest and catch up with what we've been up to on our twitter facebook and instagram pages just search for our name